show starting. If you could, if you could make it not make noises, yeah, then you could like put a cat toy on the end of this and just run it around the house. Well, the other thing you can do is this, and then it fires missiles out the front, so if Dan doesn't behave himself, do it. I didn't know that they had missiles. (laughs) Yes. When did they get missiles? Yes. Why were we not waiting until the show to do this, Bill? We can do it again. No, not yes. plus the well, element of surprise. I could, I, could watch, uh, I could watch John get shot with little missiles all day long. <laughs> Welcome, sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. And welcome to another edition of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Jenna. I'm John. I'm Audie. And I'm Seth. And uh, you may notice, uh, if you're watching us on video, that we have a plethora of Star Wars stuff. Did you leave anything for the children? (laughs) Just a few things, Bill. (laughs) Yes. Um, So Linda and I went to um, Galaxy's Edge uh, at Disneyland. Uh, uh, the planet of Batu, and we pretty much um, bought everything. <laughs> yes, I can see that. <laughs> There's eight droids here. Eight droids. Uh, yes. Well, you have to get you have to get a variety. So there's our two. Talking. You don't look guilty at all, Linda. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Oh, you know what? We forgot to turn on BB. BB for you. Well, you don't want to turn mine on the table. Well, yeah, you might. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we uh, we bought a number of droids, and um, I kind of, I, I was torn in looking at the different combinations, and um, I kind of wanted one of each, and then... <laughs> got one of each? Got one of each, and then I actually got two of some. <laughs> and uh, so we actually went out, and I got... Labels for the back, so they all have their official designation on the back now. So this guy is uh, SR-71, or Blackbird. Nerd. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, this guy, this guy, uh, we named Apollo because he looks like an Apollo moon rock. Yeah, he does. And so that's his A-P-L-O. And for for people who aren't looking and maybe can't even see it on the podcast all these labels are in arabesh arabesh the star wars kind of standard written language you know every now and then every now and then i will look at the stuff around my house and go god i'm a nerd but Mm. then i come to bill's house and i'm i'm just like God, you're a nerd. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. might have all this stuff, but does he have a lightsaber? I don't see one anywhere. Uh, oh, here. There's that's one. the that's the one you built. No, 
No, I didn't build. I didn't build any any there. Well, and to be fair, you already have a shit ton of lightsabers. Yeah, I have like yeah. nine, I think. <laughs> well, and the reason I didn't build one wasn't because I had nine. It's because you had dro you needed droids. Well, I needed droids, but the main reason I didn't build them is because so they're lightsabers. Do you have your lightsaber? You didn't have. You didn't get one at all. No. Okay. Uh, because so they're lightsabers. They have like a a core that has all the electronics in it, mm -hmm. which is about as big around as our lightsabers are. But then they put more metal over the top of that to customize it, so it makes it a lot fatter. Oh. Oh, so they're really big and fat. Then? They're they're fatter. Plus, it doesn't look like a lightsaber. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, plus the other thing is so. Um, they sell these kyber crystals, mm -hmm. and um, I'll open this up and pass one around so you guys can look at it. So, what the? Oh. That's just a, and it changes the color one. of your lightsaber. So that yeah, so the kyber crystal color depends uh, determines the color of your. Oh, that one's already in one. Here, I'll give you the red one. It's okay. You don't have to open it. I, I'm like paranoid. We're gonna lose something. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, it'll be fine. So, um, yeah, so it's a little crystal. So this determines, um, well, two things, your lightsaber color, but then these also go into the holocrons, the Jedi holocrons that they sell. And then depending upon the color of the crystal, it determines who talks to you out of the holocron. Oh. So each one, so if you get the green one, in fact, I think I have it here, yeah. So if you get a green kyber crystal, um, it could be Qui-Gon Jinn or Yoda, or oh. it could be the Yoda 8-Ball. The what? The Yoda 8-Ball. So if you put that in your holocron, and it's the Yoda 8-Ball, then you can ask it existential questions. Like, so, will I go to lunch with Audi? And then you push the side buttons, and then Yoda will come on and say, dark and clouded is the future. <laughs> you I'm know, certain <laughs> Yeah, I'm certain so, it is. Things like so, that. Not only do they sell all these different yes. crystals, right? So there are multiple colors, but right. you also don't know who you're getting in. No, that. you don't. So if you don't get who you want, you, you have to buy, buy more right. crystals. Right. Sleazy so you can buy sales. three or four crystals, and. It's a random thing. You don't know who you're getting. So you could get three of the same and then still mm. have to buy. So actually, if you look on YouTube, you'll find YouTube videos out there where people have gone out and this is like their 30th trip to Disneyland and they're trying to get a specific crystal with a specific voice in it. And the guy, the last one I watched, the guy was like his 27th trip and he bought, he was trying to get a black crystal and he opened it up and it was another red one. And he just threw the whole thing in the air and just walked off. Are there, oh. are there people? How much do each the one of these cost? 15 bucks. Brilliant. Are now imagine 25 of those. are trying to sell these on eBay? Yes. Of course. And if you buy, if you look on, well, yeah, if you look on eBay, these will go anywhere from $25 to $70. Wow. Unopened or open? Uh, it depends. If they're unopened... Um, I guess you have to go lower because you know you could get a repeat. Right. And if they're opened and they tell you who they are and they're kind of a rare one, then they're going to ask more money for What's it. What's the yeah, rarest one? What's that? What's the rarest one? Uh, the, well, the black is by far the rarest. Uh, it's very hard to get a black What's one. What's the now, voice of the black one? The black one is Snoke. Huh. Uh, if it's black. Or, yeah. or you could get a red Snoke. 
Hmm. A red snoke? Yeah, there's red. You can get snoke in the red, but the snoke black the one. Red. That sounds dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is, that a, is that a new position? <clears throat> the new star. I was going to actually hold on to that one. So now, snoke now. Snoke with two fingers, whatever that means. Now, let me. Uh, hand me that uh, Sith uh, Jedi holocron over there. You've got the Jedi holocron. Oh, I got right it right here. here. Sorry. So, um, for those just listening, so this is a square box. And it's got can, these little... Can I say, though, yeah. at first glance looking at it, it kind of looks a bit more like the puzzle box from Hellraiser. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, like, it does. I'm not sure I want to Oh, we can show you such sights. <laughs> there you go. So basically on this thing, you, you take and you twist the corners. Like a puzzle box. Right. Mm -hmm. and, and then you probably hear it come on there. Okay, and then what's it... Once it makes all those weird little alien noises, you can put two fingers on either side of it, and it will talk to you. Keep my jokes to me. myself. Oh, come on. <laughs> May the force of others be with you. The force is strong. The force is with me. <laughs> that was a little breathy. May the force of others be with you. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think there's like. Let me turn this off for a minute. Wax so, on. Wax, wax off. Wax yeah. So I think there's about a dozen different things he says, and it's just random as to which message you get. Yeah. Now, uh, there's also this is the Jedi one. There's also a Sith one, which I had, but I had to send back because uh, it didn't work. Uh, it, it it turned on and it made the weird alien noises, but it never talked. Mm-hmm. So, the one I've got in, in the Jedi one right now is the White Crystal, which uh, the White Crystal could be Ashoka Tano or Chirrut, and this, we have Chirrut on this one right now. Um, are, so, these, uh, are these all sealed up, like, when you buy them? Yes. Like they're they're, yeah, they're sealed, they're plastic wrapped, so and you have to tear them. The can't go through them and find Correct. Them. Yep. Yeah. Correct. And when you go to buy one... Um, you tell them what color you want, and then they'll bring out several colors, and then you just pick. And so that the the story is, if the force is strong with you, and you pick a red one, you may get the black one. If the capitalism is strong yes. with you. I just, I can't help but think of being a little kid, and you just want that one favorite character. Yeah, right. And, you know, maybe your family has really tried really hard to get you out there and get this experience, and you're just not going to get it because they Correct. can't afford to go through all of this. Mm. Right. Now, there is a workaround, oh. which oh. I'm going to tell folks about. So, you're these... Work, a workaround uh, the, for... You're going to... For getting the crystal that you want. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So... These the walls start shaking, and then <laughs> yes. like a mouse-shaped robot just like <laughs> comes in. The wall. Yeah, knocks yeah. me out. <clears throat> the All right, army's coming to get you. Right so now. these kyber crystals um, work because they have an RFID tag in them. He's about to ruin the market. For all those people who's got yes. them on eBay, right, right. Mm. Hey, he is he is actually bringing demar like what is it uh, socialism to the people? That's right. Yeah. Spreading the resources. Hack the world. Yeah. So what I did when I was there is I bought one blue one. Does Disney have labor camps? Probably. <laughs> That's and Disney I, World. And I purchased one red one because so. I got a red kyber crystal. And I thought, well, I'll purchase one, see if by chance I get a black one. Well, I got a red, which is fine. I'm surprised you didn't actually buy all of them there. <laughs> yeah. Just to try. Yeah. And then I bought a white one. 
And the reason I bought a white one is I thought the white one I could make any color I want because it's a simple RFID tag. So if you go to Amazon, you can buy an RFID reader writer. It actually also rewrites door cards, um, which I tested and it works great <clears throat> too. So now I will give you a warning when you're out there and you go to buy this. This one that I have here uh, is um, sold by Zonson. There is an identical model that I bought it's made by a different company. I can't remember the name right now. I can put it in the comments when we put this up. But it looks absolutely identical, but it will not read these crystals. So as you're oh. about to hack other people's stuff, make sure you have the right yeah. hacking yeah. devices. Right. Yeah. Make sure you have the Zonson one. Okay. If you're going to the Disney labor camp, make it so worth your time. What yeah. I'm going to do yeah. now is I'm going to put this crystal, I'm going to hold it up to the back to the reader, and then I'm going to push scan. You got to get it in just the right spot. You will die a thousand deaths in a camp. Okay, so read success. Uh, card number, it thinks it's a card, is 3080, which corresponds to Chirrut. Okay. Have you tested that? Is it, it done? Yeah, so we heard Chirrut talking on okay. here, right? So now I'm going to change it. So we have a choice here. You guys tell me who you want. We can have Maz Kanata. We can have qui Gon Jinn, Yoda, oh, Darth Snoke. Maul. You want Snoke. Okay, so Snoke you is... You would want Snoke. Yeah, make it the black one. I Snoke want, is yeah. 3123. So I'm going to do... Input. You're a little jealous, Seth. I mean, you didn't think of it first. Three, well, one, I didn't two, think of three. it first because I can't afford to go down to Disney and spend <laughs> money. Okay, now I'm going to write it. Okay, now I'm going to read it again. But Card number is three, one, two, three. Okay. You are right. I totally would do this. So now you open up, you drop it in here, close the door, and you turn it on. It just turns red. <laughs> it did turn red. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Ask and you shall receive. Now it is technically a Sith holocron. And now. A master and an apprentice. Now, we didn't hear Snoke. No, that was Yoda. That was Yoda. The reason for that is, is because uh, this is a Jedi holocron. Uh, Even though it'll turn red, you will you will only hear Yoda if you if you put a red crystal in here. It will always be Yoda, and it will be Yoda warning you about the dangers of the dark side. Oh. So you just programmed a black. Kyber crystal. I, I programmed, yeah, yes. Technically, it's yeah. black. So put in a meta high. <coughs> so if this was a Sith holocron, it would also be red. The, the Sith holocrons do not change color. They're always red. Bill, I will be sending you my children as apprentices. <laughs> <laughs> in the dark arts. In the dark Basically, arts. Yes. Yes. So, so this is uh, this is pretty cool. So, so technically, you can get a white one. You can program it to anyone you want. So, if you have kids and they have a particular favorite Jedi that they want in their holocron, uh, whether it's Jedi or Sith, and you get this device, you can program it to whatever you want and save yourself 
you know, uh, hundreds of dollars. Well, maybe we should put purchase. this uh, information, we can make a page on our website and then uh, put all this in okay. the uh, in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. Why not publicize this hacking? <laughs> We've yeah. already Let's get done it. Out it. There to the <laughs> He's yeah. doing Disney a favor telling right. them that this exists. Right. I think they know. <laughs> um, they might not. They might no. not. Yeah. You'd be surprised if people. Now, uh, don't know. Uh, another cool thing is, is that he's giving them a public example of punishment. This so, is yeah. just yeah. basically one long advertisement for Galaxy's Edge, anyway. Right, right. I mean, we're not telling them not to buy things. We're yeah. just saying, hey, look yeah. at what you can do if you're a huge yeah. fucking nerd. Right. And if you have way too much uh, time on your hands, surplus. Capital. Yes. Now the other thing that's cool is, is that and. Um, I found there were people at work that have gone to Galaxy's Edge and didn't know this and bought the Holocrons. Mm -hmm. It's little known. But, and unfortunately I can't really demo it here because I only have the one, but if you have two, you turn, it on, turn on the one, you turn on the other, and you set that one on top of this one, they will sync with each other, and it will be a totally different voice. Huh. It's actually um, the fourth doctor. Uh, Tom Baker. Tom Baker. Are you serious? Yes, and he's talking about being um, neither light or dark. The fourth Doctor? Because I don't think. Well, Disney he's not acting him. as the Fourth Doctor. He uh, was in one of the um, like the the cartoons, the animated oh, series, oh, oh. and he played a character that was completely middle of the road Jedi. He didn't. He didn't. Wasn't light side or dark side. He was middle of the road. So that makes sense when you combine the two of them. That basically you. You're, have, so you you're have lucky to... this isn't coming out for four weeks because like. Right. Disney may not send you your shit. <laughs> yeah. Do you right. have to set a light side holocron on top of a dark side holocron, or yeah, is you it set just the, any two? Yeah, well, you can't really set this one on top of the, the, the Sith one because it's a pyramid. Ah. Oh. So you can only do it the one way. And okay. then, um, yeah, and then as soon as you move it off to the side, they go separate again. Hmm. Which is really cool. I it's, wonder it's what, very cool. what uh, nerd... Came Technicians up with that. Yeah, that in. I don't that know, out. but it's cool because when you when you push on it to talk, they will flash in synchronization with the oh. voice. So it, it's very cool. Um, so anyway, so that's that. So you can uh, you don't have to buy every crystal in the shop. Um, you can buy just buy a white one and reprogram it to whatever color you. Really Is it need. only the white ones that can be? Reprogrammed? No, any of them can be re reprogrammed. I just did it with the white one just so I'd keep it straight and I'd know that that one was always my custom one. Yeah. Um, R2-D2 is reminding us that while you don't have to buy every crystal in the shop, yeah. you do have to buy every droid in the shop. <laughs> yes, yes. That's, what, that's exactly what he said. Let yes. me have my little friends. And uh, if you don't have to buy a crystal for this to work, if you don't buy a crystal, it's a default voice, and I can't remember who the default voice is. You Might just be Yoda. Take your crystal, crystal out. And yeah. It, it doesn't out. matter because yeah. Bill was just going to have them all. <laughs> Pull a crystal out and we'll see what his default is. How you did you said get... they're made out of plastic and not out of some kind of metal. I know. How how did you know what all the other codes were what voice? There have been people doing research. <laughs> if you if you get on the right forums you can find this anything. It's okay, you can just say 4chan. We're not gonna hold it against you. The Republic have fallen, with the dark shadow of the Empire rising to take their place. This message is a warning and a reminder for any surviving Jedi. We are fucked. In the force. <laughs> yes. Is there any particular <laughs> reason they didn't use Ewan, Mac uh, Ewan McGregor? 
I think that's the voice from the Clone Wars. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so with no crystal, it's it's um, young Obi Wan, and then uh, I uh, unfortunately I don't have the Sith one. Well, I don't know what the Sith one does because mine never talked. So when I get the replacement. Sith went in, we can... It update. was unwilling to share the secrets of the dark side right, with you. Right, right, because it already knows I'm dark enough, probably. <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, tell yourself. I have a feeling now. this is going to be our most popular <laughs> podcast of all time. Yes. Now, the next cool thing is the droids. So let's get into the droids. Oh, right. Okay. Let's yeah, we really it. do have an hour's worth of content here. I was like, Bill, how are we going to fill a whole, <laughs> a whole hour talking about Galaxy's Edge? But apparently you, yes. you're, you're like doing... Just like the unboxing hold, of everything. Hold yes. my beer. Hold my beer. Mm, yeah. Well, so Disney uh, at, at Batu, uh, Galaxy's Edge, when you go there, they you can build your own custom droid. And when you build a droid, you can also get um, these backpacks, uh, which I'm showing online here. And the backpack is kind of nice because it has a little zippered top section that folds down to reveal the face of the droid that's a cool that's a cool bag and then the nice thing is as you the or the cool thing is as you walk around galaxy's edge your droid will interact in different areas of the park with the park so when you buy that is cool when you buy a droid um like r2 here um you can um put an optional personality chip in it if you don't put a personality chip in it, Linda, go ahead and play R2. Like, do you get angry R2 as the personality well, or a happy no. R2? Well, no. So what happens is, so R2 will make, he'll make a bunch of different noises. If you don't put a personality chip in the droids, they will all make the same R2 slate of sounds. Yeah. Okay. Now, Disney will sells six different personality chips, of, of course. course. Mm-hmm. And they're all in, they all look the same, so you no. get random <laughs> yeah. ones. No, no, they they are all specifically colored, and there's two uh, that correspond to resistance personalities, mm-hmm. uh, two that are first order personalities, <laughs> and, assholes. Yes, and two that are smuggler personalities. That's fine. Bigger assholes, weirdly. So therefore, you almost have to get six droids in order to have. <laughs> <laughs> The, the one of each of the personalities, yeah. right? That's the logic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You couldn't just get one droid right. and all the personalities because... No, because then you got to switch them out. And that's just work. Yeah. Well, that's right. Now the, now, the other now the other thing is, too, is that... So, at, so let's say you get a droid and you put a resistance personality chip in it. Well, when you're in the resistance area of Batu your droid will make happy sounds. <laughs> when you go into the first order area, he makes scared sounds and sometimes he'll turn his face and hide it in the back of the backpack ah, so he's not looking out. That's kind of adorable. Yeah, it is. But and how are kids uh, supposed to ride the rides if they're droid? If I guess mom and dad are just sitting there holding it. No, I'm yeah. guessing that they've got uh, special <laughs> droid like check-in places. I don't think they want the liability. But they're just going to give out more droids. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean having to watch other people's droids. Yeah. Well, Either everybody just the everybody are... just takes them on the ride, and yeah. you just pull them off and put it in your lap. Which mm-hmm. brings us to our next point. Yes. Did you hack the park? <laughs> well, so with the droids, so the droids, <laughs> the no way that answer. works. Yeah, I know. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the way the droids work is they work with uh, a BLE, which is Bluetooth Low Energy. I never mm-hmm. said yes, Your Honor. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. And no. So, Linda, was that you? Yes. Uh, so, ah. so the as you're walking around, the droids, if they pick up a, a specific Bluetooth signal from the resistance area, they know to make certain sounds and certain motions. Same if they're in a resistance area or if they're at the droid depot or if they're at Oga's Cantina or wherever. Now, if you have a, an Android phone, um, you can download an app called um, NRF, and uh, it's free. Uh, you can also get the same app uh, for Apple iPhone. And what that app will let you do is, and I'll turn this on here, and then I'll hold it up to the camera so people can see that are watching the video. Okay, is that the same as that? It is. It, it, what you can do, not necessarily what you did do. Is what you're Correct. Trying for, yeah. So NRF Connect is the app, and I'm going to go up and show people what this looks like on the camera. Or we can just put it on the web page. Yeah. Go to this camera, Linda. All right. This is quality TV right yeah, here. Right here. So yeah, I think, Bill, you're just going to have to put a yeah. link. Oh, there, oh, there go. you go. There we go. There you go. You can see it. And then if you open up the app. The link would be so much easier. So you can see, so right now it goes into scan mode, and you can see it's picking up um, all of my droids. <sighs> and they're sending out signals. Now, the, not, the cool thing is that you can go to the advertiser side, and you can have the Android phone put out any Bluetooth low energy signal you want. So if you so if you duplicate the signals that Galaxy's Edge sends out, you can very easily send off all of your droids and make them react as if they're in the park. There's a 13 year old who's gonna be really evil now. <laughs> <laughs> So, were you doing every 13-year-old is evil, Yes, Jenna. so, now, the difference between Android and iPhone is that Android phones will allow you to transmit BLE codes. iPhones do not. So, if you have an iPhone, that's not going to work for you. You can certainly scan codes, but you're not going to be able to send any out. Um, now, if you have an iPhone... And you buy droids, and you bring them home, and you want them to react in your house like they're at Galaxy's Edge. Your kids would like that. You can purchase a device like this, and I'm going to show this to the camera. Once again, this is why we have screenshots. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll put that up too, but it's just kind of nice to show people. So this is a little uh, micro-bit chip. Yeah. And In no way does it look like anything you'd build in a terrorist basement. No. <laughs> and if you plug this in, it'll light up. Okay, now that just kind of looks cool. Yeah. Now it's sending out a code for Doc Ondar's, uh, which is the uh, antiquities shop. And so uh, by, change, by pushing one of these buttons, you can change the code it puts out. So now it's doing oil bath. Oh, no. Who so, wants bath time? Yeah. So, so now when it sends out these codes, the droids um, only react like once every minute or two to the uh -huh. code so that they're not going all the time. So when you change the code, and I'll just set this here, and it'll just keep putting out the oil bath code. Um, no, I don't want a bath. Right. So they'll, they'll, they'll react and do that. So when we were at Disney's uh, Galaxy's Edge, uh, I had my Android phone and, uh, or actually Linda's Android phone, <laughs> um, putting out, putting out codes as we walked around. Now, that no, said. No, I swear, it's a lie. <laughs> it's a lie. 
Now that said, the park, the weekend we were there, it was Valentine's Day weekend. And Monday was a holiday, President's Day, and everybody mm -hmm. was off. The park was jam-packed oh, no. with humanity. And it was so loud, you could barely hear the droids in your own backpack. Oh. Mm -hmm. So while I was setting off other people's droids, I couldn't really tell. So, and that's what's important. That's what's mm. important. But I knew in my mind I was giving people some fun because their droids were more active than they would have been when they were in the, the area with me. Just a big kid at heart. Yeah, it was just kind of fun, just getting everything going. So it's kind of fun. So the droids will, uh, the droids are reacting to this code now. And you can scroll through. There's like seven different codes on here. Oil, bath, dock, ondars. There's, uh, oh, here's the resistance one. And the nice thing is it scrolls through and spells out which one you're on. So, yeah. um, so I'm going to turn that off for now. So um, the nice thing is when you um, do this, if you shut it off, the droids will be quiet for about an hour or hmm. maybe an hour and 10 minutes, something like that. Uh, if you don't do that and you just turn on all the droids, um, every five minutes or so they'll, they'll start talking to each other. <laughs> So it's just so we had them up sitting on the fireplace. We were watching Star Trek the other night, and I turned on the droids because I was playing with some of the remotes, and we sat there. And then pretty soon, every five minutes, you know, they'd start talking and they'd go back and forth. And I'm like, damn, now I gotta back it up, and because I missed part of the show. So what? What uh, are they? Rechargeable batteries? Do they take big old C or D batteries? No, or? Uh, they take uh, the double A batteries. Okay. Uh, they come with a set of double A. Um, I've replaced all of those with rechargeables. Of course. Um, just because I was, you know... Don't want to doom the planet just through right. your own capitalism. Exactly. Well, it saves a lot of money, too, which Bill needs yes. to because he bought, like, <laughs> a small car's <laughs> worth of droids. And so, it's like... <coughs> so, and then, uh, so in addition to the, the six that I needed to get one of each crystal... Needed. Right. We also got the BB model. Uh, now, the BB model does have a chip in him he's got a smuggler chip i think and i realized that uh, uh so r2 does not have a chip mm -hmm. r2 is the default because he makes the default r2 noises and i wanted a default r2 but then when we got home and i got all these i suddenly realized i don't have a default bb8 oh no. so we're going back in september oh my god <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to let you in the park, Bill. You we're going back it. in September. I've got a disguise ready. Um, <laughs> we're going back, and we're going to get a BBA. Plus, well, also, Lynn and I had a big uh, argument at the park because I wanted to get... So, you know what the which top means of... it took more power for you to use your Jedi mind trick to make her do what you want. Right. Well, the problem was is that it didn't help that Josh Cato was with us and... Josh Cato was instigating and oh my God. trying to trying to generate uh, uh, friction. So this top part of R2's head, um, they actually sell there as a popcorn bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and it's all metal, and it's really well done, but it's about $100. And Linda's like, we're not spending $100 for a popcorn bowl. And... Plus, since I'd already bought all this it's other so shit. It's so cute when you pretend to resist. <laughs> yeah. So she stood her ground, and I, I relented. But now in September. Because, because seven droids. Right. So I said, you realize I mean, in I count September. Eight. 
Yeah, yeah. there's eight. And so, so we have. A... You lost your mind when before you left, and he said he was going to do five. <laughs> yeah, how did he talk you into eight? Because they were just so cute, Seth. So cute. They, they needed it's, help. It's, 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 it just did one of these. It's like, yeah, it's okay. You're right. going to love it. It's going to be great. Right. And so then we also have the mouse droid, which. <laughs> For our audience, listening audience, uh, it's a cute little four-wheeled black droid. Yeah, that uh, this is the droid that Chewbacca yelled at in the Death Star. Right, and then he also puts <laughs> up the sides. Oh wait, do you do you want people to see you? Yeah, you better move the book. So if people are watching. I don't know if it might be too dark for them to see, but I'm going to open it up, and then he also fires darts. And fortunately, he's aimed right at John. Unfortunately. <laughs> not, not quite. Here we go. Oh. There, there. there you go. That should go on either side of John. Oh. Oh. oh, that's the money shot, baby. <laughs> right in the nipple. That's what Disney said when Bill spent all this money. <laughs> right. right. We have dogs getting darts, so we have to stop him. Yeah, so we're collecting darts. So, uh, Still one you should 3D thing. print more darts. Yes. Well, they said that when you buy it, it comes with like 20 some darts. So I've got. Did it? I, yeah. So I've got, nice. I've got extras, which is nice. Um, Plan on people losing them. Yeah. So that's that. Um, what else? Oh, um, we got uh, the Djarik chessboard, which is the same chess set you see on the original Star Wars that Chewbacca's playing with R2 and C-3PO says, I have a new strategy, R2, let the Wookiee win. Um, so, they've, so they've got that. And, and it's not holographic. It's not holographic. But it's neat. It but it does come with the characters, uh, cast characters, and uh, it comes wood, with... Yeah, yeah. Well, it's pretty nice wood, but not holographic. So, no, yeah. but it's a real game. It's a real game, and there's actually uh, rules and such. So, it looks like the space Roomba has some like so, bugs on the top of it. Here's, the, <laughs> here's what the rules look like. Uh, I'll open this up. Yeah. I don't know if people will care about they that. They can't really see, but it yeah. also lists out the names of each of the characters. Here, I'll pass this around so you guys can look at it. And uh, the nice thing is, is that when you're done playing um, Star Wars chess. You can also flip the board around and play normal checkers. <laughs> that's a, that's actually pretty economical. Yeah, it's kind of cute. So, but um, I will pass this around. Feel how heavy that is. Oh, jeez. Uh, that uh, that like, requires a little uh, wow, little extra that's cost solid. for shipping. Yes. Feels like my mom's pancakes. But it's certainly uh, <laughs> certainly high <laughs> quality. Jesus. I know, right? Yeah. How much did that one set you back? <sighs> By that point, he was in a buying frenzy. He just uh, whited uh, out, yeah. and he woke up in his hotel room. I don't exactly. I can put it on. Star Wars Just like there. eight droids in bed. <laughs> Smoking cigarettes. Yeah. The so, lightsabers flickering and going out. And then we got this. Uh, they sell a lot of these Millennium Falcons. They sell, like, little die-cast ones. And I almost got the die-cast one. And then this one, though... Uh, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Because it lights up and makes different noises. Show up with my camera. Oh. <laughs> camera. <laughs> camera. Oh, so. Switch to. There you go. I, I know what I'm going to title this episode. It's going to be Bill's Toy Hour. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then. Just make uh, sure you do Star Wars Toy Hour so it shows up in searches. And then all the Cokes you buy there are, look like thermal detonators. 
See, that, that, would, that would easily get me. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Now, one thing uh, that was very cool. So, when we went out, uh, let me see now. Um, when we went, the reason we went out there initially was for um, Gallifrey One, which is a Doctor Who convention. Yeah. But we decided on that Sunday we would go to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge since we were out there and take advantage of it. Well, while we were at Galaxy's Edge, there was a guy that had taken uh, a couple of the tops of these thermal detonators and repainted one of these R2 units and put it on there and made it into a Dalek. Mm. And you, uh, if you look on YouTube, you can find instructions for making custom personality chips. Oh. And so he reprogrammed oh, a new personality cool. chip and it all says Dalek stuff, exterminate, and, <laughs> and all this stuff every time he hits the button. So yeah, so it was pretty cool. So, so that's your new summer project? So now I need another thermal detonator. No, you will not sacrifice R2 for that. I'm putting my foot You need another R2. And I need another droid that can be turned into a um, Dalek Linda. Droid. I think he has a small problem. <laughs> well, I think small. the nine lightsabers are figured I, that out. I think yeah. the problem might be Linda's. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why Linda invited you all here for an intervention. <laughs> yeah. But Linda, you should have told me this. I would have brought the intervention so. paddle. Ooh. <laughs> so. We may have to schedule multiple interventions. No. <laughs> oh my. He likes so, that. Um, <laughs> So they also have like uh, uh, just regular backpacks. So if you don't cool want to get the that yeah, is, I do you don't want to get the droid backpack, you can get a resistance backpack. I think they also have first order backpacks, but I'm not a big first order guy, so I didn't do that. Oh, there's uh, uh, more stuff in there that you forgot about. Yeah, more. Yeah. <laughs> that oh, you hid from Linda and brought back? Probably. So you have, oh yeah, I forgot you have about two this. backpacks, two, oh, that is, three backpacks. Oh, that's uh, mm. resistance uh, badges, oh, uh, rank badges. Uh, oh, I got patches. Patches. I like that. Yeah, I got a few patches. Well, that's cool. That oh my cool. goodness! You cleaned them out. Well, I kind of did. Oh. oh, here's another resistance patch. Mm. Oh. Put that with those. I have to pull them out of the Are you just pins? They are magnetic, so you uh, you can go ahead and, and uh, pull them out of there. You'll see they have magnetic backing. So you put the magnetic part behind your shirt, and then you put the pin oh. on the front. I kind of want the indoor patch. Well, if you have or one my... that you want, when we go back in September, let me know, and I'll pick it up for you. Ooh. Do they have my murder bears? Murder bears. Oh. Uh, Ewoks. They have to have I think Ewoks they had Ewoks, yeah. I can't remember. Probably in the, maybe in the creature stall. Yeah, I think so. I think so, they're metal. Yeah, yeah, they're metal with a metal, with that, a magnetic backing. See, that's backing. what's nice, is that they're legit metal. Yeah. And then uh, they also have the Kowakium uh, lizard monkey. You dropped the dice. Yeah, I have to get the dice. Oh, that sits on your, it's an air puppet. Yeah. It sits on your shoulder. Yep. And oh it has God. a little magnetic thing. So you put the magnetic... Uh, shoulder strap on? Yeah. Put the magnetic strap underneath your jacket or shirt. So he sits up there. And then this there. guy sits on your shoulder. And then you have this little remote thing. So you can turn his head. Oh. So he looks. And then you can... That's adorable. You can make him laugh. Does he like reach and twitch his arms too? No, his arms don't move, but you can check him out. Neat. So he's kind of fun. So I had to get a Kowakian lizard monkey. 
And he comes in a nice little box that looks like a little cage mm -hmm. when you're at the creature stall. Ah. But he's fully articulated, so his legs arms and legs his move. His ar articulated joints are weird. Yeah. I didn't realize from the movie how weirdly made he is. Oh, and then they also have a sabaki game. Ah. <clears throat> they don't know how to play yet, but... Oop. More dice. So, I win. <laughs> here's the Sabak cards, and they're kind of, you know, yeah. Star Wars y playing cards, essentially. Oh, you got the, got the Luke dice. Yeah. Boo. No. Boo. Those are Han Boo. Solo's. Boo. What? Boo. I thought those were Boo. Han Solo's because they were in the Millennium Falcon. Boo. 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 Well, Luke Boo. gave them to Leia at the end. Yeah. Well, we've successfully entertained John for the next half hour. <laughs> yeah. Now, the other thing... Sean. Sean, 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 Sean. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention... That is fetching, sir. Is that... That, that is very nice. In addition to... Um, Just unrestrained. In addition to buying the droids and the personality chips, you can also buy custom uh, parts for your droids. So, like, R2. R2 has guns. Mm -hmm. This guy also has guns. Neat. Um... <laughs> I just got shot. You're shooting me, Linda. And then this guy, I'll bring him up here. Uh, bruisers fire his rockets. So he's got rockets on the side. So That's you can buy cool. the rockets. And then the other thing is you can buy boxes to customize uh, the, the doors and the yeah. parts on the front. Can you get all that stuff like online after you get the no. doors, or do you have to get it at the park? You have to get it at the park. So this whole oh, bag down here... You know people are developing 3D printer patterns for this. Oh, yeah. That... Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. And, God, Disney's going to want to watch this. Just like, it's just some executive just going like, oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so essentially, this Is this bag... another bag you bought? Well, this is a bag. This is a bag that I I bought at the Star uh -oh. Wars con we went to. Oh. Uh. Star Trek. Star Trek. So essentially, I've got extra parts. <laughs> of course you do. For in case I want to change the colors of the droids. So. Because why not? Well, because I wasn't sure what colors I wanted to make them when I was all done. He may want to make them more Some festive them for the holidays. Used. Right. Mm. You know, you know, one in five God, kids I wish isn't I had your money, today, Bill. Yeah. No, you wish you had his Swiss oh. bank accounts with unmarked uh, routing numbers. And I also his got a money. resistance yes. flag. Oh, nice. Sweet. I wasn't sure what I was going to do. We gonna you should fly that. Fly? You should like, yeah. actually put it on front of your house. Like, <laughs> I think I will. We had a, we had I was a, thinking about doing a Federation flag myself. We yeah. were flying the flag of the resistance from Firefly out in our yard for oh, until it fell apart. Ah. I know, we've got a big flag pole in our yard. I should be flying some something. You brown coat, you. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, you can't take the sky from me. No. Oh, yeah, so the Kwakian <laughs> lizard monkey is 60 bucks. Uh, really? That's... Yeah. I, I, that's, like, cheap. Yeah, that's not <laughs> I was bad. like, yeah. I, I kind of was expecting... Now, more. if like, you want something that's You were expecting free. Disney to fleece him more? <laughs> if you want... That, did you get a free monkey because of all the no. stuff you bought? No, you don't, you don't get anything free there. Now, uh, oh, I will say uh, two tips. One is, that helped a lot, uh, if you apply for and get a... Disney Visa card. Of course. Mm -hmm. They will give you a $250 credit. So I did that. So that gave me $250 extra, which I spent several times 
for oh, Linda. Several times over. I said, Linda, I'm using the 250. Linda, I'm using the 250. <laughs> anyway, um, so so there's that. Uh, plus, if you any of the uh, stuff that you buy, with the exception of lightsabers and droids, you get 10% off on. So that's very helpful. So think of all the money you saved. Yes. So that's what <laughs> I kept saying. Lego Hard charges 50%. The, the retail yeah, price. The Yeah, which is probably raised. I, I can't even, like, I could say it was raised 30%, but since Disney actually invented this market, yeah. now no one you, will ever know how much this stuff really costs. Since yeah. it's probably made by, like, Asian child slaves. <laughs> Probably. It's like, cost nothing. And things got darker. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. in, in all fairness, I finished the assembly, so I saved some of that labor. Okay. <laughs> so you worked for free yes, to build the thing right. that they sold you. Exactly. So what you're trying to say is you toiled uh, uh, miserably to yes. save Linda money. Yes. No, that was okay. the experience. Experience. Oh. Yeah. Now the other thing know. is, the, and this is this is this is very cool. So this is um, Batuan Spira, which is the currency that they use in Batu. And I'll pass this around so you can see. I'll pass one. Okay, that, that is actually really cool. I'm a sucker for metal coins. And I'll pass this one this way. Neat. So. Those uh, technically are uh, like gift cards. Oh, really? So if you buy them, it basically it doesn't cost anything. You just say, I want one of those, but you have to put $100 on it. But then you spend the $100 in the park, and then you have that left over as a permanent souvenir. So if that's, you're going to spend $100 already, which... Might as well get some I cool mean, metal shit, coins. I the, mean, the lizard monkey's 60 bucks alone. So, yeah. I mean, you're going to blow through that. Yeah, and I mean, you can use it for food, you can use that's, it for anything. That's actually clever. I anything like in the that. park, yeah. Well, so, this is actually really clever about finding ways to, like, keep you from, like, having to pull your wallet out. Yeah. So, well, no, because then you lose the wallet, and then they have to take care of you, but if they sell you these, yes. it's right. basically secure currency, almost, unless right. you forget one of these it somewhere. It also makes you stop thinking of what you're spending. You just yeah. have all this on this ding, 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 you're just mm. rubbing it all through. Oh, I better recharge this real quick. Yeah. And I will say that um, while it looks like I have a lot of stuff here, they have a lot more stuff that you can buy there. I'm, and, I'm sure. I mean, you can imagine. I mean, they had like they had like uh, about this size, and I'm holding my hands maybe about a little over a foot apart, um, made out of all wood that was a Jawa sand crawler. Oh. And it opened up the mm. front, and there were little Jawas in it you could pull out. <laughs> like a dog. Yes, yeah. right. Routini. Right. <laughs> I mean, just lots of things like that. Um, that, you know, pictures that you could buy. And, um, oh, the other thing you can do is... Um, <clears throat> uh, if you're going there, uh, pay the extra money and get the fast pass because yeah. the fast pass fast also gives you it. free photos. Oh. And so all through not only Disneyland but Batu as well, there's photographers everywhere, especially below, like by the Millennium Falcon, and they have an, an area reserved so you can get up there and get personalized pictures in front of the Millennium Falcon from a photographer, and then they just upload it to the cloud and you download it wherever, you, whenever you want it. Hmm. And that works all over Disneyland, so I would recommend doing that. I'm uh, surprised we're not looking there. at those pictures right now. <clears throat> we can certainly post some of those on there. Um, yeah. We've got them all up on on Facebook right now, but we'll uh, we'll throw some up. Um, so there's that. 
Uh, the other thing uh, that was really cool is the Rise of the Resistance ride, which opened in December. I've heard that's amazing. It is absolutely mm -hmm. amazing. Um, there's uh, parts where uh, you're being chased by Kylo Ren. Because isn't it 20 Ren. minutes long? It's like almost a half hour long, uh, probably close to a half hour long. And uh, there's parts where Kylo Ren's chasing you and he actually stabs his lightsaber through the top of the shuttle you're on and starts cutting a hole that's... in the deck. Not great for a shuttle. Not great for a shuttle, no, mm. but it's pretty amazing. And uh, as you're going through the thing, the stormtroopers are firing at you and the laser bolts are swinging by. So you actually mm. see, just like in the movie, the laser thing swinging by. And uh, I actually did some research on how they did that, <clears throat> and it's pretty amazing. Um, basically, they fire with their guns, and then there are these, um, like, LED lights that are suspended on these rods in the ceiling that are on like a pendulum and when they fire the pendulum comes down and it lights the rod as it's right here and it passes the light signal onto the next rod and it just goes down the whole thing and the rods are painted black and it's dark enough in there you cannot see the rods at all all you see is this firebolt just shooting down the the aisle that's pretty hmm. that's that pretty was cool. really amazing and then and then when you go into you go into one area and there are full size at ats in this spaceship <gasps> and you go in there and suddenly you're below and the, the guards are shooting at you quick get on this elevator that's supposed to go down and take you to an escape pod but the elevator goes the wrong way and takes you up to the second floor so now you're right in eye line with the command unit on the at at and the guys in there see you and they're like holy shit so then all of a sudden the, the giant guns of the at at come down <laughs> and start firing at you and for that they have um tracks in the ceiling full of led lights yeah. And the, the thing and the sound just goes, you feel the sound going right by you. I mean, they must have speakers all the way down the hallway because you fear it shooting f behind you. And then the back wall explodes like it's been hit by the fire. Wow. God, I need to take my dad here. <laughs> oh, my God. It is so immersive. You can't believe it. I, I need mean, to take uh, my dad. Josh Cato, uh, who went with us, had never been to a Disneyland park before. Oh, yeah. And that was the first ride we actually took him on. So everything beyond that was kind of a letdown. And he, goes, <laughs> he got on that ride and he goes, oh, my God. You know, he just couldn't believe it. He'd never I can't seen wait to like do it. Splash Mountain. That's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, oh, and the most amazing thing uh, to people is... Um, when you so when you start the ride, you're going through these this set of resistance caves, and then you come to a spot and uh, Ray comes on and she's a full sized hologram mm -hmm. standing up there and it looks 3D 3D yeah. hologram. Mm. It's just amazing. They do it with like one way mirrors and reflection and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And anyway, she welcomes you to the resistance and you get on this resistance transport that's going to take you to a training base. And so you fly and it's amazing because the shuttle has windows in the front and the back. And as you get on the shuttle, you're actually looking out at the place where you just got on and you can see the back. And then all of a sudden the, the, the thing will launch and you'll see the back wall of the, the rock face glow blue with the thrusters as you're lifting yeah. off. And you see it actually lift off and you can feel it turning and moving. And you go up into space, and then all of a sudden you're attacked by TIE fighters, and then all of a sudden you're caught in a tractor beam and pulled onto a star destroyer. And all then uh, you you land, and then all of a sudden the door opens up, and this first order guy walks on, and it's the same door you just walked in on oh. from outside yeah. on Bat Two. And now you walk out, and you are in like where the uh, Millennium Falcon was taken on to the star destroyer yeah. in the first one. That's what you walk out into oh, and just 
uh, three rows deep of stormtroopers, about 20 long, standing there. And I'm sure most of them are just statues, but some of them move. You can see their heads turning, so they're animatronic figures. And mm -hmm. then there's some real ones there as well. And they end up forcing you down to the detention area, and you're put into a detention cell. And um, uh, eventually the... Um, uh, the resistance attacks, and so the, you're being interrogated by Kylo Ren and uh, General Hawks, and they have to run up to the bridge. And when that happens, suddenly a lightsaber sticks through the wall and cuts a hole in the wall. They pull the wall out, and you go out that way and get onto a transport to continue the ride through the Star Destroyer that you're trying to escape from. That's how you end up running into the AT-ATs and everything. That's crazy. Oh, my God. That's and I hear, like, the, I hear the experience is actually different every time. Like, they've... Uh, did I, you go on it once or multiple we times? We went on it once, uh, but I've seen videos of other people have gone, have gone on it, and it's the same. The only difference is they... You can go down different paths, and then you get right. into different cars. And depending upon which car you get in depends upon whether when you go up to the second floor, you're facing the AT-AT or you're facing the side of the AT-AT. Um, so, but it's pretty much the same general experience yeah. for everybody. Now, see, I, I've been to their last Star Wars ride they did okay. at Disney World. Yeah, yeah. And they which, still have that with uh -huh. C-3PO and R2-D2, and we did that while we were right. there, too. Right, and that's, that one was pretty fun. Like, the, yeah. one at, they, the one at Disney World has something like 20 to 40 different scenarios that mm -hmm. you can go through. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. it's different every time. Yeah, this one had obviously been updated with the recent movies when you went through the mm -hmm. the one with R2-D2 and C-3PO. It's uh, Star Tours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Star Tours. Like. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah, and so that's obviously been updated to be current with where they are with the movies and to blend into what, what's going on with Batu and all mm -hmm. of that kind of stuff. So that's pretty cool. Um, the other thing that's tricky is being able to actually get on the right of the Resistance ride. So there are no lines for that ride. Um the, so it's first blood death match? Pretty much. <laughs> ah. Essentially what happens is they open up the, the park at 7 o'clock so people can use their tickets and get into the park. You actually have to use your ticket and be in the park before 8 o'clock. At 8 o'clock, they open up the boarding pass online request system. And at 8 o'clock, there's like 100,000 people or more in the park that are punching that button to get a boarding pass. And if you get a boarding pass above 82, you're not guaranteed to get on the ride oh for the day. God. So I watched, I can't that tell you. That seems just dark. Yeah. Tell us a story about how you got on Pinocchio. Well, <laughs> so, <laughs> well, so I had watched a lot of YouTube videos about how people were doing this to get on. So you don't want to be on the park's Wi-Fi because that is just swamped. And a lot of the areas, the coverage isn't that good. So they, the recommendation for most people was to be on your cell service and then to find an open area of the park and be as far away from other people as possible so that your yeah. bandwidth isn't getting I mean, really up. easy in a Disney park on a holiday weekend. Right, mm -hmm. it was not easy. But so um, I had uh, watched a couple people do it. And then what I did is I... Went to a lot of, uh, looked up a lot of photos and figured out where those people were standing that yeah. were getting the good stuff. So that's where we went. And then we had Josh, Linda, and I, and our friend Julie was also with us. And we stood like about 10 feet apart, almost like we were infected with the coronavirus. Yeah. And then at 8 o'clock, we started, everybody started hitting the button. And Josh got uh, boarding pass group 18. So 
That was that was risky. But it's kind of amazing. At 8 o'clock, it's just dead silent. People are hitting that button. And all the boarding groups are gone like in 30 seconds. Once yeah. again, you win because you read the directions. Right, right. Okay. And so so you can suddenly, at, you suddenly start hearing people cheering because they're getting confirmations that they're in a boarding group. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the people that aren't getting it, they're getting sorry, no boarding groups left for the day. Suddenly, the, the cheers of exaltation go to cheers of, ah, mm. like or this. flat out, flat out swearing. Pretty much. God yeah. Because damn if you're, if, if you just have one day at the park like we did, and you don't get it, you're screwed. You're out. You're done. So you got to pay another two hundred dollars. Yeah. Now the nice thing is, is when your boarding group, so when your boarding group is called, you have two hours to get there and go through. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is nice because if you've got reservations for things like uh, the Droid Depot takes reservations, Savvy's Lightsaber takes reservations, Oga's Cantina takes reservations. Um, if you have those reservations, you need to go to that stuff because if you don't go, they will bill you the full amount even though you didn't show. Jesus. Right. Wow. So well, that's, that's actually, I, I understand because the demand is so high. Right. Right. You, you're, you'd be screwing, well, you're screwing the park, but you're also screwing the people who would have gone. Yeah. yeah. So. But, you know, the lines and the amount of people there, I mean, they could take, and people do go up and ask for walk-ins. You know, they want to go on standby in case somebody doesn't show up. But you can stand by for hours waiting for a slot to open up. And, and for Oga's Cantina, people were walking up and asking if they could go on standby. And they said, no, there's no standby today. There is no uh, standby. That's, that was booked solid. Uh, I, I understand, but that makes for sad people. It does. No, it, it does. And that's what all I can think about is, let's say you're not the most technically savvy person. Yeah. You you don't think to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Right. Your park experience is going to be drastically different than yes. Because you yes. played every angle because right. you your experience. I did the research and I knew what I was doing. But not and, everyone has the time no. to do that, and they're just hoping thinking about their ch- past childhood experiences growing up, yes. we're just going to go to the amusement park right. and it's going to work out. And mm-hmm. and we've advanced to the point it does not. No. And the the other thing that advanced. is... Advanced. The other thing that is bad is that there will be... So <clears throat> most people will, when they're booking, they will find out, they will see the notice that says, if you're going to the Rise of the Resistance, you have to be in the park at 8 o'clock and use the app to get a boarding group. But... It's not really clear that you, everybody that you want in your boarding group also has to be physically scanned into the park. So there are a lot of families that go to Disneyland and the families are sleeping late and the dad's like, well, I'll just go get us a boarding group. And the dad goes into the park and... and Dad's saying, screw you, <clears throat> Timmy. I'm going on this well, ride. <laughs> and I knew this because... We got the we got we downloaded the app. You read the directions. Well, I downloaded the app, and then I also used a fake GPS app to make it seem like I was in the park at Disneyland because I wanted to go through the actual experience. Of course you did. Are and you still in the park? No. Are you sure? But when you do that, His money is. the app yeah, comes back it and it says, "You have not scanned your ticket into the park yet. You must scan your ticket into the park before you can so join a boarding group." So people can't game the system. Right. So, which is great, but that parent that then goes there to get a boarding group, if he's got his whole family on there and he's the only one in the park, it will not let him get a boarding group. He will have to uncheck the rest of his family and he could get a boarding pass for himself, but the rest of his family's SOL. 
So there were a lot of people that I've seen reported that were angry because of that not being clear, and they got there to try to get on that ride, and they couldn't because their whole family wasn't there. So that's something to definitely keep in mind. Everybody has to be in the park. Read so all the fine print. The happiest print. place in the country is kicking out a bunch of very pissed off people. Right. Yeah. Right. Who spend a lot of money and what might be their only chance to ever financially go to this institution. Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So. And that's a really dark place to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bill there's podcast. You can see there's a lot of Especially disappointed when they people. See Bill roll out with six droids and a whole <laughs> bunch of other stuff. Now. Who's that guy? Now. I want to be that guy. Mr. Moneybags. The other thing that's cool is. Okay. The other thing that's cool is is that. Um, let's say like Linda and I, we're from Omaha, we go out there and we want all of this cool stuff, but how are we going to get it home? Mm. So in Batu, you can either go to the Droid Depot or the First Order Cargo and they will ship things home for you. And so you go there and they want to see your receipt and then they check off everything that's in your bag to make sure and then they print you off a receipt and they send that all home. And uh, I had kind of an interesting experience with that because um, when I went there, we kind of... So they will not let you cosplay as a Jedi and go in there because they don't want you to be mistaken for yeah, a cast member. Right. That's actually right? a good idea. Yeah. But they have a thing that they talk about on the Disney website called bounding. And what you can do is you can dress in the style of Star Wars as long as you're not dressed like an actual character or a physical person. So, Which is what your cosplay is anyway. Right. Yeah. So so I got this jacket that, that was actually worn by Finn, but then I got different cargo pants that I figured would work. And so I kind of had some elements of him, but a little bit different. Yeah, you don't look much like no Finn. right right so i figured so i figured that was pretty safe so i wore that jacket and linda had a similar bounding outfit that we wore so we went there had no problem getting in um but my jacket is like a, it's like a leather looking like thing well it was going to be 75 there that day and so as we got there we started walking around my jacket was way too hot a little bit and I'm like, oh, fuck, maybe I can just ship this back with the stuff that I'm shipping back, and then I'll just get a lighter weight jacket that I wanted anyway that they sold there. Ah, ah. So, so, I, so I asked this lady uh, where we were buying some stuff in the resistance area. I said, I said, well, can I ship stuff here? Because I didn't know there were only two spots at the time. We had already shipped some stuff from the Droid Depot. And she said, well, you have to be Droid Depot or the cargo place. And I said, okay. I said, well, I want to ship my jacket, too. And she goes, no, then they're not going to ship your jacket. And I said, well, why not? And she goes, because if it were to get lost, they have no way to replace it. So they're going to check everything that you're shipping. They're going to give you a receipt for everything that's being shipped. So if something doesn't make it, Disney will replace it. I said, oh, okay, that makes sense. So we left there, and then I folded up my jacket and stuck it in my bag with my stuff and kind of tied it up. <laughs> and we went back to Droid Depot because I'm like, I re the only other option was to walk all the way to the front of the park back to Lockers, which is about a mile walk, mm -hmm. and get a locker and put it in. And I'm So like, are you going to tell us rather than walk a mile, you bought more droids? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. So I so I went back to the Droid Depot and because all the stuff we bought at the Resistance area, I wanted to ship back. So I went there. Well, the lady was really busy and she didn't check my bags. And so they ended up taking my jacket along with everything else. And so we left there, and I was just so happy. I was high-fiving Linda. I'm like, fuck, that's beautiful. My jacket's <laughs> getting shipped back God. home, right? He beat the system. <laughs> I beat the system. Well, so then... Why are you surprised? So mm -hmm. then, well, so then, um, 
that afternoon, my phone starts ringing. And I look at my phone, and it's a number in Anaheim, California. And I'm like, those fucking telemarketers know yeah. every goddamn place you go, right? So mm -hmm. I just ignored it and blocked it. Well, so then we get back home, and I'm going through my email, and one of them is a missed call from Disneyland mm -hmm. with a voicemail. And so the guy goes, uh, yeah, Mr. Newman, uh, we're, uh, this is the customer service area at Disneyland. Um, we've uh, received some stuff that we're shipping to you, but there was an item in there that we weren't familiar with, and we just have some questions on it, wondering if you could call us. So I'm, like, so I'm sure that was my jacket. Mm -hmm. So anyway, so I called the guy, and he says, yeah, he says, we seem to have this leather jacket here. Um, um, he, he said, but did you buy that in the park? And I said, well, no, I wore that with me, but it was uh, such a hot day, I just stuck it in the bag and forgot, forgot about, about it. it. I'm and old, I'm seeing that. <laughs> that's right. And he goes, oh, okay. He goes, well, is 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 it a Star Wars jacket or is it a Star Trek jacket? And I'm like, well, it's a, it's a Star Wars jacket, but what, it was a fin jacket and it's got like a little black clip thing on it. Mm -hmm. And what I had done is I had, I, I found a, a spare a Star Trek uh, Enterprise badge, mm -hmm. a little metal thing, mm -hmm. and I just siliconed it on there just to kind of do something mm -hmm. weird, you know. And I said, no, it's a Star Wars jacket. And he goes, he goes, but it's got a Star Trek logo on it. I go, oh, yeah, I stuck that on there. And he goes, you've had this place going crazy. People trying to figure out if it's really a Star Wars jacket or if it's a Star Trek jacket and which Star Trek series it would be from and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And he goes, we've been going crazy trying to figure that out. And he goes, well, no problem. He goes, we'll just go ahead and ship it to you. Give me your address. So they, so they shipped it back. Well, then I got it. And two days after I got it, I got a call from Disney following up to make sure that I got it, yeah. which was nice. And so I said, oh, yeah, I, I got it fine. And she goes... She goes, yeah, you know, that jacket really had us going here. Yeah. We couldn't figure out if it was a Star Trek or a Star Wars jacket. I mean, it was just hilarious. It was just must have had them going you for just, a full you're day. You're screwing with people. And yes. yes. you're not wearing that jacket? Um, oh, it's upstairs. I'll, I can bring it down well, if you want to see it. Well, yeah. But I wore this one because it's a it's a. How about you show us uh, two weeks from now? Yeah, okay, I'll do uh, that. Yeah. I, or next episode, whenever we, so whenever I, we do that. I actually have a Star Wars story that I want okay. to tell from right. when we went to the Star Tours. Okay. This would have been about eight years ago now. Uh, but, yeah, we went down to Disney World and went on Star Tours a couple times. Okay. And one of our trips through, there was this, like, four- or five-year-old girl who was there with her parents. And, you know, you know the Star Wars, like, how they've got... Uh, Actors walking around mm -hmm. in costume everywhere. Well, Star Tours, they've got uh, stormtroopers that kind of go in patrols through the right, hallways. Right. Well, there, uh, one of the these patrols is going past, and this little five-year-old girl, obviously, she's not... Stormtroopers are nothing to be scared of. <laughs> so she starts chasing after some of them, like, yelling like... <laughs> like she's a rebel fighting him and she like got away from her dad and has had like chased these stormtroopers all the way down the hall who were just ignoring her and they like turn to go out one of the doors and another patrol is coming right back through yeah. at the same time yeah but with them is coming Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, shit. And that changed her calculation a little bit? Yeah. Darth Vader comes out of this door right into this little girl's, like, right Face. into her path, and she screams. <laughs> and they That's just awesome. start, 
They just keep going on their path, marching right toward her. She screams oh and God. runs back to her dad. <laughs> and Darth Vader just like walks over to the line and just like stands there looming there. for yeah. several seconds. In, in their That's defense, it. I've worn a Stormtrooper helmet or two, and it's mm-hmm. like it's hard to hear and it's really hard to see. So yeah. it's like usually they have like you've seen the 501st rolling around. They have a handler. Someone who goes out ahead of the, yeah. the yeah. hard armor to make sure that no one no one's exactly in the way. What that little girl is doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad they didn't well, walk over. Well, but. listen, when we went, we did we went to that same one Star Tours, right, with C3PO and R2D2, and it was uh, it was late. At, it was probably about eight o'clock, or it was dark there. I know, and uh, we got there in the line. They got signs up telling you how long the line is, and it was like forty five minutes to an hour. I can't remember exactly because we went on so many rides. But as we're walking up there, we're trying to figure out where we need to go to get into the line. And I see this family talking to a couple of cast members, asking them where they go to get in to the line. So the cast member says, oh, okay, just go down here and go over here. And so I said, well, let's just follow them. So we did. And so they go over to this other cast member, and the cast member undoes this <coughs> rope and mm-hmm. lets him in. And we just follow him because I thought, well, you know, it's late. They're, maybe they're just, you know, mm-hmm. cutting some of the extra rope line a while, you, right? You followed a special needs person onto the yes. ride, didn't you? We did. We didn't realize until and until we started passing everybody okay, that was in Boomer. line. We understand. We do. Everybody was, and, and all of a sudden, we're right up in front of the doors to get on the ride, and I turned to Linda, and, I, and Josh and Julie were with us, and, and, and we're all looking at you like, how in the fuck did we get on up here? And, and, we're, and then all of a sudden, we realized that we were in this other family it was special needs and they thought we were all part of the same family mm-hmm. oh. so that, don't do that don't, no but don't as, do, that. As, don't do that as we end this podcast it's obvious that if you're gonna go to any of the disney parks do yep. your research watch youtube videos have a clear plan and a checklist and make sure you download all the apps mm-hmm. before you get out there right and you know bring bill with you you might like get away with a free droid just because he's got <laughs> he couldn't keep track of them all right right see <laughs> thank you r2 but yeah r2's coming home with me everybody's going crazy Hopefully this has been a, a fun <laughs> podcast for everyone. Gives you some ideas on how to handle your own trip if you eventually get out there. Yep. Join us next time on Bill's Consumerism Hour. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks all for watching. We'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. For more information and past episodes, please visit our website at galacticdriftwood.space or subscribe to us on YouTube. And now, please deactivate your cranial downlinks, collect your towels, and be sure to watch your step as you exit our gravity well.